Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Gorgons Podcast. So on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about African-American folklore, spirituality, psychics that run in a lot of our families. Also, as you see, today is a shorter episode, so we get straight to the point, honey. So with that being said, let's rewind and take it back to the beginning where we talk about spiritualities and psychics in families. Welcome back to another episode of The Gorgons Podcast. Today I have truly yours, one and only sorority treasurer. <laughs> and we have a special guest. We have um an OG sorority sister. Um the Queen of Queens, the HBIC. Right, Mom? That's actually her bitch in charge. We got my mama. Because y'all used to hear it yourselves, mama. Now let's hear it from a different sister. Hi. It's Renee. No, I thought you just said this. Yeah. Hi, this is Renee. We gonna get started, so let's do this. Come on. So, today is Black History Month. We want to talk about black folklore, spirituality, and psychics. Because there's a lot of spiritualness that goes into a psychic line in black families. A lot of people tend to demonize what they don't understand. Right. So, Ma, tell me, what is the first time you realized that you were psychic? The first time I realized that I had a gift... It was, I was about 14 years old, and I remember running to my, I remember seeing things that I couldn't understand, seeing things that were very frightening. I remember going to my mother, asking her what, what's going on. I had told her what I had seen, and I was getting these visions of, like, my grandmother. She had fell down the stairs. And she landed at the bottom of the stairs. And before, but even before my sister could call my mother, I had told my mom what I had seen. It, it must have been like that next day the phone had rang. And it was my older sister, Jackie, calling to let my mother know that my grandmother had fell down the stairs with the wheelchair on top of her. And that is exactly what I had seen in my vision. It scared me so bad. I had told mama that I didn't want this what, psychic. For the audience who doesn't know. Right. My her... mother is was also psychic. Her mother was psychic. Her mother before that. But was she... it the same psychic ability your grandma? Like, what would you say your psychic ability no, was? No, it, it's See, one thing about that is different levels. Yeah, okay. Hers, mine's, it was just developing. I was understanding it at that young age. As to where my mother, she was clairvoyant. I think my grandmother was also clairvoyant. But I think her mother before that, she was... um, she just had ESP, extra sensitive perception. Oh, so emotional. She picked like me. I pick up people. Emotions. Like empathic. Exactly. Okay. Right. And empath, if you will. Is that the lady? Because I remember as a child with that old vintage calendar, there was a lady who I think it was Granny's grandmother who was on the plantation and she had her arm cut off. That oh. was her. That is correct. You know, so Jamie, what would you say your gifts were and that you've established? Um, I think when I was younger, I never really were was aware that I had any type of ability. So let's put that out there. But I think as I got older and I isolated myself and I really enjoyed my own silences when stuff really started to develop. Like I pick up on people emotions like it was just so weird. Like I could and then the more I spend alone, then the more I got to like, oh, this person is going to say this. I'm getting a feeling about money. Something is not right where I was like over overly thinking about work like I, I kept feeling right. like they were jipping me at work like they were taking from me but come to find out 
they were shortchanging themselves. <laughs> well, right. well, okay. well, they ended up having money problems. But see, some it wasn't clear enough for me to distinguish who it was for. Right. I was picking up other people's energy. Oh, so pretty much, like with you, I've noticed, like, you'll get the sign. Mm -hmm. It won't be a specific person, but, you know, the sign in general mm -hmm. is there. So then it's like, you know, the way life unfolds, it figures itself out. So it's right. different levels because totally. we talked about it, like, Brandon, he sees things. See, I don't see things. But I can sense things. Like, before Rick came, I can sense what he was going to say. Exactly. Before yes. I, used to, I concur. And I, he said, here go, Brendan. Did you catch it? I'm like, what? That's Girl, true. you just said what you said. He was going, oh, that's Seriously, weird. yes. Really? I can that, understand that. That's true. And it's like, for me, it's, I've always seen shadow people ever since I was little. Right. And it was before I even knew about it. Like, I probably started seeing them. I would say I was under the age of, like, 12 or 13. Now that I'm like 26, mm. about to be 27 pretty soon, mm -hmm. March okay. 26th. Side note, y'all, she didn't even remember the day she gave birth to me. I thought it was the 25th. It was an accident. I'm like, you don't remember the day you, your water broke? She was like, never mind. <laughs> Get back on track. So when you start seeing the shadow people... It scared me when I was little, but mm -hmm. now, in my older age, it's quick. Like, it's like, out of sight, out of mind. Like, they'll be like, right here, yeah. I'll catch it, and then it's gone. But when I was little, I think them motherfuckers used to, like, scare the fuck out of me. Because they were lit shadow entities. If you could ever see your shadow walk off a wall, that's what it looked like. It's Ooh. like it's a dark. It's darkness. Just and a mask. it has no type of shape or anything. See, I wouldn't want to have that. See, see this is different. See, with right, me, right. I noticed as I got older... Um, I started developing um, kind of like in a phobia of being in the dark. I cannot be in a dark house at all. I have to have it has to be lit to some degree. Okay, and see with me, I'm just the opposite. My son will tell you I love it got dark. I love my curtains closed. Do mm -hmm. I not, son? Oh, we know you do. I, I, now, what scarred you to make you that's afraid of dark? I don't think nothing really scarred me. Like I had when I remember or being just little. Unknown. Yeah, I remember being little. I had um, not being in the dark. The door could not be cracked. Either it was open or it was shut. Okay. I can understand that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like yeah. a cracked door. And right. then as I got older, it was like when you're by yourself, it amplifies because your mind is not preoccupied. Like if Tony is there or somebody else is there, True. I know somebody else is there. Okay. Right. Mind y'all, y'all. I live in the studio. Say nothing but a wink of eye. I, I can step from one room, touch every damn room in my goddamn apartment <laughs> with one leg. You know what I'm saying? But, but I can understand what you mean. Regardless of living in a studio, it's basically, it's not so much where you live as so much as how your mind is so powerful. It, yeah. It, it controls your thoughts Ooh. and it puts you in a dark place when you're alone. Is that right? Yeah, no, no it is. It's yeah, true. it's in the Stephen King but she is true because it's like Thank your you. eyes will, if you stand in front of a mirror too long, it will make you see other things. That's yeah. a proven fact. That, so that's that goes with anything. Yeah. You stare off into the darkness too long, you'll start seeing things. So for with me, I pick up energy too. So it's just kind of like some days, but it's weird because some days it's not like that. It's been times where I slept in the dark. True. Okay, right. But more that. more than not, the motherfucking lights. I remember Granny growing up, Mom, was so good at uh, saying something so little, but it would make, put such fear in you. She used to always tell me, watch out for the flying Africans because out of all the, her grandchildren, I was probably the one that got on her nerves the most. Mm -hmm. I concur. And I bet uh, you would. Yeah. Well, what happened is she was like, watch out because the flying Africans are going to come in the night and take you back to Africa. Now, to a little kid, that's terrifying. They, I, I concur. But you know now that I did the research recently and what I found out, the flying Africans is a myth. I think I told you earlier you this was week. telling me and I, I got chills. I'm like, oh God. It's a myth where slaves that would be on the plantation say we're all working, right? Mm -hmm. 
they said people would literally vanish in front of them on the plantation. And, you know, plantations back when the slaves were happening, mm -hmm. black people are already naturally spiritual. And yeah, the stuff they used to sure. believe in Africa, like the river goddesses right. and goddesses. So when people would just disappear, if you look at it now with our perspective in 2021, there was a lot of suicides of slaves killing Good. themselves yes, to set themselves free. Yes, and black people are really good at seeing spirits. So yes. if you think of it now, a lot of what they were seeing were the spirits of dead uh, slaves flying back to the motherland. I truly believe that it was it was lost souls. Oh. I, that's what I truly believe that wanted to go back home because they were stolen from their land. Let's keep it real. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to come over here to America. Do you think being in Africa, mm -hmm. knowing where they were going and what they had to endure, do you really think that they wanted to do that? They and when when they were stolen, they left their souls were left behind. True. And so that's what I believe where the myth, the legend, let me say, yeah, behind, the flying, um, behind the flying Africans come from. Because they wanted to go back home so bad. And a lot of them would kill themselves, but they were free. So they would literally fly. That's true. But also, Ma, what is a scary moment? Um growing up with like psychic abilities as a black woman what was Ooh, your most scariest child. moment um was it when you were at that haunted house and you said yes, it was. tell me about the night when your drawer started opening up I think I we lived in like a two-story <laughs> brick home but like i want to say about six or seven months in we noticed like little things like stomping and doors slamming and opening and closing but it was, I remember all of a sudden when Mama came back downstairs, Mama was by that beautiful glass door trimmed in mahogany wood, and it had this oval round shape to it, and all of a sudden, a door upstairs slammed shut. My mother turned, my mother was fearless. She feared nothing. My mother turned and said, okay, you know what? Give me six months, we'll be out of here, and you can have your home, because it was a prejudiced white man and his wife had sold us the home. And we didn't know that he didn't want black folk in his house. And we, that man made he it made known. That clear. I remember I had one upstairs. This was on a weekend. It was in the summertime. And it, the wind was blowing. Curtains were flowing in my bedroom. And I, had, I remember laying down. And I started drifting off. And then all of a sudden, I first I heard this little, like a dresser door opening and closing. I'm like, and all of a sudden, it became predominant where you heard it loud. And something said, Renee, said, Lord have mercy. Oh, my God. It, my dresser drawers were just slamming, opening and closing, opening and closing. And I remember slowly getting out the bed because I wasn't about to sleep in that room. I got up out that bed and I slowly moved. I jumped down all them stairs. Mama said, what, what, what's going on? I said, oh my God, Ma, there's something in my room, Mama, there's something upstairs in my room. She said, well, what, 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 what? I said, Mama, I think it's a go. She said, I'm coming. Mama came up there, and she said, you know what? Mama could pick up a presence. You, Mama said, you know what? Why don't you come on downstairs? Because it was a five-bedroom home. She said, come on downstairs and sleep in my room. Girl. Since we're on the topic, <clears throat> I think it's relevant. Now, Please. look, at, about a year ago, I had to be in December, right before a close a childhood friend of mine's passed away. Okay, I was yeah. experiencing just a over just I felt sad. I was crying. I remember Tony 
asked, which you guys know is my boyfriend, mm. was asking me, it's like, hey, you know, what's wrong? I said, I don't know. This is when I start really capping into being an emotional, like, like picking, yeah, picking up on certain things because, so that happened, and then as it approached closer to her passing, or getting in that incident, I remember I was very restless the night of. True. Okay. She got admitted. And then when I woke up that following money morning, that's when her sister reached out to me and told me the um, the incident. But it was, I was like, you know what's crazy? Every time something happens to someone in the family. You're restless. I'm restless. I can believe that. I, I can truly believe that. Every time something is about to happen or yes. occur, I can always since like weeks months before mm-hmm. it happened and if i tell somebody it will turn out exactly the way it happened like when my sister had died before tony had died she had came to me because oh. i told and just so you guys know there's tony my mother's sister and there's tony jamie's fiance these are two different tonys right, just so you guys right. know first. okay because my vision it was six women and there was this old lady dressed in black with a dark veil over her face. She was sitting down. And I have seven sisters, but there were only six. And we were all dressed in black. You couldn't see a face. We had these dark veils. And my sister, Tony, she had came to me and she said, Renee, she said, did you see anybody? Was it me? I said, Tony, I couldn't tell because there were six of us. It could have been and, you for all you knew. Right. That's why I didn't want to tell her it was her because I would, I would, I know. Because see, a lot of times when you have visions, you don't always see a face. Yes, that's right. And like I told her and she said, oh, okay. And when she said that, it's like she knew something. And yes, it was. It wound up coming full circle. Because like we found out later that she knew, mm-hmm. but there was other um, variables in her, her equation that led to her not telling us. Deep down, I gotta tell somebody. If I ever get cancer, I'm not getting the chemo because I'm not finna die a raisin version of the, the person I was. Just let me go to sleep and I'll wake up. I've always said if I get it, now, and my son, <clears throat> excuse me, who was sitting right here, who was uh, one of three. My Look at Jamie looking at her like. Of the, <laughs> of the uh, Gorgons uh, thing. Gorgons. Yes. Gorgons. With me, I kid you not, I've always told my son this. You know, let me be myself so I can shine, but when I die, I want ribs. What did I always tell you for my funeral dinner? Oh, I thought you were just going to tell me, tell him, oh, like, your last rites. Like, uh, if right, you get you cancer, know? do you want to be try to revive? Because I always tell people, oh, hell, oh, excuse me, excuse me. No, uh-uh, just <laughs> let me go. Don't don't try to hold on. Don't try to put no two down. Because you don't know how you're going to come back then, right. you know? I don't want anyone to try to override anything and save me. Just let me go. Let me Let me live in the last days. That I know I'll have coming. But I don't want to, oh, we'll do everything we can. No, oh, no, yeah. no. For the won't. record, Jamie, mom, all family who's listening, if something ever happens to me, if I'm brain dead, or if I can't have the life that I'm, I have now, let me go. Because you know we're going to have roasts for that. Okay, because you imagine me going up, uh, coming into a Halloween party, a vegetable. <laughs> no, no, nah, boy. Veggie tales. But can I tell you something? I know when I deal with death, it, it 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 it's like it lingers. Cause you and it, cause you're from the generation where you guys internalize. Yeah. And like we're from the generation exactly. like where y'all always say we talk too much. Yeah. Uh, definitely. You know? Well, I'm not sure. no. You talk too much. Me, I'm not very mm-hmm. open. Well, you're in the middle generation where I say like you and yourself are from the generation where y'all learn keep things in the home, but then y'all also from the louder generation where it's like 
but I got something to say. Yeah, but like, I'm not always going to say it because not everything needs to be yeah, addressed. Yeah, like, I'm not, like, social media, like, type. I'm, I'm not oh, there. Going to, I don't share my personal. I'm just not. I've never been, like, I've never been one also. I'm like her. Well, she probably get that from me yeah. since I'm older. But <laughs> I've always been one. I don't, I'm, and my son can concur. I don't share my feelings. And when I try to share them with him, he'll shut you down. Okay, he'll that's a lie. Like you ain't shit. He will. Like earlier, I came and I was very disturbed by what happened at work today. And he didn't show no emotion. No, because here's didn't the thing. Didn't even say mom. Mama had a know? coworker who had a seizure at work. Yeah. Never, okay. I've never been around now, anybody that ever had mm-hmm. one. Now, my perspective is this. The reason why I didn't show emotion because I used to work at a retirement home where seizures were more common than the kids visiting. So, But see, my point is, excuse me, son. But see, my point is, regardless, what does that have to do with me? Shots fired! Look at what was I supposed to do? Oh my God, that's so like, like, no, it would have been, <laughs> no, in my perception, it would have been nice to say, you know, Mom, I can understand where you're coming from because I've been there. Though he did say he worked, of course, at, at you know, a nursing home where, you know, but the thing is... You just can't be like, okay, well, okay, let's move on to the next thing. I didn't do that. No, you move on to the next no, thing because you'll be made, trying to get everything out he, at once. He made me feel like, okay, you know what, I shouldn't even be said. Oh, nothing. so that common thing that they say about black people where our emotions are shared so we harbor it and we don't go to therapists so we, we could sit there and self-destruct or destruct others. Thank you. That's why I tried to share, but some said, okay, let me get a cup of coffee and go to my room. Well, let me tell you how I feel about growing up. (laughs) (laughs) But I think think from the outside looking in, um, things that are not familiar to you will always have that type of imprint on you where it'll leave some type of discomfort. However, you know, that's part of life. You're going to have people that have um, certain diseases that may cause seizures, that may cause them to be short of breath and nobody answered the door. So, it's things like that you. that, you know, scare people because they don't know how to act, but, you know. Because it, it is traumatic. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Black trauma is real. It, because I used to have this one lady named Gladys. She would always have a seizure. And okay. it would always be after I served her like a Caesar salad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 Randy, you always trying to be. No, I'm for real. Oh, hell And, like, she would always do it. like. And now well, I'm, maybe give her a BLT next time. Honey, I stopped giving her salads all together. And I remember. <laughs> and I remember we would be playing like bingo or uno right oh, and after she'd be done eating us, all of a sudden she'd have one I'm like this girl's a sore loser about to bring you it back to the psychic ability y'all so would you say that your fear of the dark would you say that that had anything to do with brought it on with the shooting or no. I, I, to ask um, you that no it, it, it's no or part. have you ever been like that uh, have you always I've been I've always like been that? Like, even with my first apartment at Wood Creek Okay. I feel I feel as though I've lived before, and I feel as though like I was murdered in some aspect because I'm so overly oh past lives yeah yeah oh, overly okay. right right like when I get out the car y'all I mean I pull up boom but I'm not one of these airhead girls who just pull up talking on the phone jump out the car right, no. right. I pull up I sit and I scan okay that's I how scan I'm, the ooh, area child you like man then after I do that I make sure I got all my shit together purses over my midsection. Then I have my first key ready to get into the hallway. I make sure I have that, but before I get out, I scan it again, because sure. now I got distracted. See, that's how I am. No sooner than I get off my bus after work, 
my son will tell you sure as shit don't stink. I always make sure I have my key and I had mm -hmm. the right one because that's just my routine. Because I'm the kind of bitch I'm gonna get you before you get me, and that. let's just keep it real. What that, you say? That's just how I am. I'm not scared to fight. I will throw down at any given moment. Cause you a bad bitch, I'm right? A damn skippy. Okay. But I'm the kind also that. I don't want to go up in my house and my son ain't there, and yet I go up in my house and some motherfucker waiting for me because you wait for me, you will get your ass two things kicked or killed. <laughs> but don't always kill. That's where I noticed well, it. It's, I've always been like that. I've always been, I don't know if it's because I want to be a cop, but I've always been like that. So that started out in Wood Creek. Now you've you know, always been aggressive. When I came here, I've mm -hmm. always been like that. Okay, that's how I am at work. Well, I don't play that. I'm, excuse me. Trust and believe. One thing I have always been notorious for, anybody in the family will tell you when I'm out walking, I will always look over my oh, shoulder. Because I'm going to tell you like mm -hmm. this, I'm going to get you before you get me. Period. Walk up on my black ass. I will either kick you in your motherfucking balls or bust you dead in your shit. Or take my purse. Bam! Girl, what's the empty purse called? <laughs> Pick that motherfucking purse up. That's she don't be in no way. And if I can't get you with my purse, trust and believe the purse is going to go off and my steel toe shoes is going to get you one way or another. True. That's just me. That's just how I do. I don't have to brag about it. I am about it. Because I've always been like that. That ain't nothing new. Message. Lastly, what I want to say is, what are like little spiritual practices that you do? Like my tarot cards. Because I like that to just realign me. And I like the pictures on the cards because they're pretty. Um <laughs> Sage. I'm kind of starting to get out of sage only for the simple fact I see the way it's like kind of really sacred for Native Americans. If I do buy it, it has to be from a Native American. Otherwise, I'm not finna buy it from a white witch on Etsy, you know? But can I, can I, can I, can I finish? And, I'm sorry, go ahead, son. Turns. Anyway. <laughs> my show. Shh. Um, so now uh, I'm getting more into, after my cousin bought it, Palo Santo. Sage, Palo Santo, and my tarot cards are the really the only things I really do, and I journal. Uh, what do you do okay. to, like, focus and center yourself? What I do, I like to meditate. Even to this day, mm -hmm. after saying my prayers, 20 minutes. It don't kill me, and it ain't gonna hurt. And you hold point. that rose quartz in your pocket. And I have to, I carry this certain stone. What was it called? Something? Rose quartz. Rose quartz. I carry that every day. Because it just gives me this certain feeling. I never thought something so plain looking could give you this feeling of... Oh, it's it's just such a positive stone. They say it in, uh, it enhances your love and uh, energy chakra. So whatever place you go into, oh. it just uh, brightens it up. I do the same type of burning my cousin does. I'm big on, you know, just the tiger eye, the black um, for grounding. Oh, like the obsidian? Yeah, stuff like that. And I do really believe that those are important because your what you think becomes your reality. So it's really important that you guys channel positivity into your thoughts message well ma i want to thank you for being here we're gonna let you go yes. and um you're an honorary Gor gorgon sorority sister now you're an elder yeah. <laughs> an yeah. elder you up there with your sister mayor who always comes on yeah. um and so thank you for being here ma and um and i thank you and jamie for inviting me into your circle of uh Sister, the what is that? The sister. I'm trying to. I'm trying to the read Morgans. this. Why can't, it looks like gargoyle. <laughs> Honey, ain't nobody. Ain't the no gargoyle. It's the I font, think, maybe. I thank you guys for inviting me into your session. This is Renee signing off, and I thank you once again. Y'all have a great one, and always remember, wash and sanitize them hands. Let's not forget. 
Like oh, my, don't forget, don't forget to sanitize your soul. That hatred, that's a virus too. Ooh, preach, <laughs> preach. Well, let me go, but son, and stay being you. a bad bitch, mom. You know that's the only way I can be. All right, all <laughs> okay. right. Okay, sure. It's, a, it's our legacy. Oh, okay, what you said. Okay, let me and Jamie end it out. So with that being said, we want to thank you guys for listening to the Gorgeous Podcast. Tristel's at work currently, but she will be back for next week episode where we have another special guest. Anyways, uh, Jamie, thank you. Uh, you know, y'all more than welcome. And we will see you guys next time. And remember, power to my people and happy Black History Month.